You're listening to the Unframe of Mind show, the place to have the most mind-stretching, unprotected intellectual intercourse of your life. Your hosts Daniel Wagner and Lee Mollendorf battle the forces of evil by lobbing fiery balls of truth, reason, and evidence over safe room walls. Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of the Unframe of Mind show. My name is Daniel Wagner, your host. So on October 1st, 2017, a man by the name of Stephen Paddock bust open two windows at the 32nd floor of the Mandalay Bay Hotel in Las Vegas. He opens fire on a crowd of people, approximately 22,000 concert goers who are attending the Route 91 Harvest Festival. So the official story says that Paddock shot himself before he could be apprehended by the police and the SWAT teams. Early reports have said that Stephen was using a fully automatic rifle, whereas in later reports, it's suggested that he was using a modification called a bump stock to kind of mimic or speed up the the semi-automatic rifle to make it act more like a fully automatic rifle. Now, regardless of what the story was, um, I'm still not 100% sure what, sure what the story was, and this has been over a week later. There's been reports of multiple shooters. There's been reports of uh, a lot of tampering with evidence, and you know, hiding of uh, like the check-in date of uh, when he when he actually checked into Mandalay Bay. I can't I can't quite substantiate a lot of that just yet, and I'm still of the opinion that we should wait for the facts to come out, and then maybe dig in then and see what we can find out. However, what I would like to point to is people's immediate reactions to what actually happened that day in terms of social media feeds and and just the the instant politicization of what had occurred that day now every time one of these issues comes up you see the instant politicization of it all it's a it's a white guy so we need gun control um, if the shooter had been saying Allahu Akbar before pulling the trigger, we'd need to stay the course and not let this affect our way of life and change nothing. And we'll change our profile pictures and we'll pray for the victims. And you get you get it. It's the same thing every single time. And this is becoming a more and more common occurrence. So check out a couple of the blatantly ignorant tweets that was put out by former president-elect Hillary Clinton. She says, the crowd fled at the sound of gunshots. Imagine the death if the shooter had a silencer, which the NRA wants to make easier to get. Now, for anybody that doesn't know anything about guns, it sounds legit. You know, hey, imagine if that were a possibility, what would actually happen? Man, he could have killed thousands more. Here's the problem. So I want to show a quick clip from the guys over at West Coast Armory on YouTube what actually happens when you try to fire multiple rounds through a fully automatic uh, rifle. Now, for those of you who are just listening on the podcast version of the show, what's happening right now is they're sitting there firing this fully automatic and the suppressor on the end is getting red freaking hot and it has actually burst into flames as they continue to fire more and more rounds. You see it actually swelling and starting to melt under the intense pressure and the intense heat. And as you can tell, it's not really all that silent. It's still making a hell of a lot of noise. And at this point, the front of the suppressor is actually blown off the end and is kind of dangling there. So basically, Hillary Clinton's statement is just another example of using a tragedy to try to drive their political agenda. So this next comment from Hillary says, Our grief isn't enough. We can and must put politics aside. That's a great idea, Hillary Clinton. Let's put politics aside. 
She goes on after a comma saying, stand up to the NRA. Wait a minute, Hillary, didn't you just say on the, just on the other side of the comma that we should set politics aside? I don't think that's what you're I don't think that means what you think it means. So we can and must put politics aside, comma, stand up to the NRA, comma, and work together to try and stop this from happening again. So these kind of comments are to be expected. It's the same thing, like I said, happens over and over again. So what's really got me pissed off is that you see comments like this. This comes from at yes, Greg, yes on Twitter. And he says, soon as I heard it was country music, I felt relief. White people shooting white people isn't terror. It's community outreach. Hashtag Las Vegas. Okay, that's great, dude. What an incompassionate dick. This one comes from at the resistance. Lots of white Trump supporters in Las Vegas at Route 21 watching Jason Aldean pray only Trump tards died. Hashtag pray for Vegas. Okay, lady. Uh, I mean, you literally just said, I, oh, I don't even know what to do with that. I, I like what level of stupidity do you have to be at to to be able to even think that that's an okay and acceptable thing? Fortunately, this particular tweet has gone viral. It has been spread like wildfire through the interwebs and people are pissed off. And this is an actual, I believe it is a uh, a teacher. That's great. Let's have people like this educating our students this one comes from halloween baby at love underscore conquers 22 lol i'm sorry but i don't give a fuck about those trump supporters who got shot less racists in the world hashtag biggest shooting oh that's such a sweet sentiment halloween baby It's making my, I mean, I've already, I've already read these ahead of time. I've already had a chance to kind of take this in. It's still just reading them now. I'm just like, what the fuck? So this one comes from Crazy Cat Lady X3 at Vicky's Daughter. I have never prayed for someone's death. I find myself praying to wake up and hear that all elected Republicans, Trump and family and supporters died. You know, those are people too, right? I mean, you want to keep hearing about all this divisive language of the right, uh, Trump's divisive language. You can't tell me that that doesn't come off as a little teensy-weensy bit divisive. Anyway, these were just a few of the, the examples that I found. There, there's plenty. There's plenty to go around. So with all that being said, and as we center around the the politicization of the gun control debate and all this crap that kind of goes along with it, I did want to point out an awesome quote by Joe Rogan that has been kind of going around. He says, we have a mental health problem disguised as a gun problem and a tyranny problem disguised as a security problem. This is fantastic. This is this is exactly where I think if people would focus their attentions on, they would understand that this isn't this isn't a gun problem. You know, it, there's there's. It's been said many, many times, and I'm not the first by any stretch of the imagination, but there's no amount of gun control laws that are going to keep people from committing atrocities like this. Yeah, you might lower the instances of gun violence in particular, but where you control that, you end up with other people finding other means or other ways. Explosives you can readily get a hold of, uh, knives, vehicles, 
just any number of different sick diabolical ways people come up with to do damage. So the problem is we really need to focus on the mental health aspects of all this. The fact that nearly all of them, if not all of them, the, the people that have committed these atrocities have been on some kind of antipsychotic or depression meds. Paddock, in this case, was on Valiums, according to the prescriptions that he was just given. Uh, it's, it's like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. How do we draw the attention of people to this issue, this problem that, okay, maybe we have some deeper thing going on here. Okay, we take a second and look back on the, the childhood of these people. What kind of life have they been what what kind of hand have they been dealt to deal with this this like one example is the fact that uh, Paddock's father was a convicted wanted by the FBI bank robber <laughs> I mean uh, the mother uh, decided to marry this guy had four children with him they've all dealt with this in their own little way and the father actually left her so. She's the kind of woman that is willing to have sex with a psychopath, a convicted bank robber, uh, the kind of guy that would perform this kind of risky behavior. And he left her, so she was like perfectly okay with this guy, saw no problem with raising children with him. That couldn't have had anything to do with what's going on in this guy's head, maybe? Maybe some unresolved issues, for instance? Who knows? But if we don't look at those particular issues, if we just continue to look at the actual, like, tool that he used to carry out his vile acts yeah i guess maybe we'll never solve the problem last thing i want to say before i wrap up is i understand a lot of people feel like they need to pray for the victims and they want to post on their social media and get those social media brownie points and saying oh i look i've prayed for the victims uh, my, my work is done here look don't waste your time praying for the victims and their families and think you're doing a shit bit of good to actually help them so here's a number of ways you can actually support the victims and the loved ones, which I'll have links in the description for. You can go to the GoFundMe.com website and you can do a search or you can offer donations directly to the hospital who cared for the injured. These are tangible things you can do that will have a direct impact on the lives of the victims. So if you actually want to do something, start there. It's a good, it's a good place to start. If you want to solve the problem, let's focus on mental health issues. Let's not keep hiding it and acting like it's not a problem. Let's, let's maybe ask some more questions and figure out what's really going on and how can we actually solve the problem. Because I'm sorry, taking guns away is not going to be the solution. It's going to just continue to perpetuate the problem into the future. This has been another episode of Unframe of Mind. Please hit us up. Smash that subscribe button down below. You know, all that crap. You can find us anywhere on any social media at Unframe of Mind. I'd like to keep it nice and simple for you instead of giving you 14 different uh, different uh, usernames that you have to try to search for us on. Just any platform that you're on, search for us at Unframe of Mind. And um, I'd like to uh, hear your thoughts on this. Wow, was that not the best ideagasm you've ever had? Want to do it again? Go to unframeofmind.com to find more mind-stretching, world-altering podcasts, videos, and articles and get those critical thinking juices flowing.